It is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show, your indictment update. Date. Boy. Man, uh, we're going to talk about the Trump uh, kids and Trump testifying uh, later on, I'm sure. That was a sight to see. Um, it's interesting that a dude that, it, 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 it's the thing, he's a, he's a convicted dude who, well, he is found liable for, for sexual assault, which means he took um, sexual advantage of somebody, which is illegal, right? You yep. can't do that, right? He has 91 uh, felonies uh, uh, weighing against him in multiple jurisdictions. He has um, he, he has to settle a lawsuit for his uh, college university, right? Yep, guilty. Several lawsuits for his uh, uh, housing practices. Uh, remember, he wouldn't let black and brown people rent houses, right? Mm. Guilty. That's right. Um, and he uh, is at, at risk of not being able to do business. He's been, a, 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 he's been found liable for fraud by a jury, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And his, he's right now, we're not talking about whether you did it or not. He's not in trial for that. It is how much you'll pay for it. Either it'll be five years you can't do business, which for a 70-year-old, 79-year-old orange dude who's severely overweight <laughs> is, a, is, is a life sentence is what that is. <laughs> um. Or he'll never be able to do business in New York again. I, I was in New York a couple of weeks ago, and they have, when he's there, he can't even, like, imagine being in, from the city you're from, you can't even go outside, because he can only go into, he can only go, he can go to Birmingham, he can go to places where it's a lot of people that, but he can't go out to a play in New York or dinner. He can't, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He can't. Yeah, of course. <laughs> It's crazy. I mean, he was born. Not to be animal. celebrated. Not in people like him. Not right. a game. What were you saying, Jesse? No, I was going to say not to mention, uh, you know, it's been a, some time since he's, remember, he got into trouble regarding his nonprofit. So he can't even operate any kind of nonprofit no. or participate no. in any nonprofit no. in At the all. state of New York. At all. <laughs> that says At a all. lot. Uh, happy birthday to Nelly. Ashanti uh, uh, got him a car. Oh. Huh? I also <laughs> saw you where get back with somebody for that. I saw where they uh, were on a double date with Janet Jackson and Dumain, Jermaine Dupri. Oh, yeah, oh, man. Yeah, all the old things getting back together, man. Oh, yeah, man. Thanks. Okay. 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 <laughs> and, and Jermaine's still just as funny looking. I don't care what you hey, say. Hey, come on. I don't care. <laughs> come on. <laughs> but he gave ugly dudes hope. I tell you what. Here's what I do know. The love is in the air, damn it. I'm telling you. Um, Happy birthday to Stevie J. Happy birthday to David Swimmer from Friends. Happy birthday to Michael Buffer. Even if you say that name wrong, it could be 10 grand. Yep. Happy don't, birth- don't say his signature phrase. Hell no. Yeah, please. Uh-uh. Happy birthday to Karamo Brown. Happy birthday to Jimmy Garoppolo, Jimmy G. Happy birthday to Chris Williams from CSI Weeds. Happy birthday to Lauren Velez from Dexter and Oz. Happy birthday, uh, of course, posthumously to Prodigy, talented dude that was. Happy birthday to Marie Antoinette. Let them eat cake. Well, not if you got high cholesterol or A1C. A1C is higher than shit. <laughs> or an angry mom. Yeah. I mean, you know, they either one. You don't want that. If that's all you, you got to eat. Your head you over that. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday to Daniel Boone. Daniel Boone was a man. He was a big, big man. man. But when he saw a bear, was bigger than he. And happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> the ed- unedited version. <laughs> <laughs> Available on our Saturday show. <laughs> Happy birthday to Ray Walston, my favorite Martian. We got a great show lined up for you. Of course, Jasmine will have what's trending. I, for my part, will have a little note from the GED section. It is the D.L. Hughley Show. Jasmine. What, man? Can you do something and tell these people what's trending? 
A terrible story out of Mississippi, Jackson, Mississippi, to be exact. I'm sure you've seen this uh, about Dexter Wade. Mm -hmm. Uh, This was a horrible story. Now, his mother uh, reported him missing because, you know, he left, I guess, going to the store uh, and didn't come back. So she goes to the police you know, department to, to say, listen, my son is missing. I don't know where he is. Turns out, and they were like, well, we don't know either. We'll, we'll continue searching for him. The whole time they knew exactly where he was because an off-duty uh, corporal had run him over. It was a hit and run. And so what they did was they basically took the body and buried it and never said anything about it until she kept asking questions. And then they finally admitted that, you know, well, we don't know what happened, but they took her to where he was buried. And so now your frat brother, Ben Crump, is getting involved just to make sure, obviously, that Dexter gets some justice and that his mother gets more answers. Well, the more answers would be, I I don't know how many times we've heard a story that was not the one that turned out to be true, right? Mm -hmm. Right. So even them saying that he was uh, ran over is, uh, is a bit questionable to me. So yeah. just six months later. I'm, yeah, that's what I was going to say. It was like she had been you know, hounding them and hounding them about answers and help. And they were like, well, we don't know. We can't help. We don't know. And then finally, six months later, they admit to what had happened. Oh, there you go. Ah. And then charged her, by the way, uh, to be able to look up where his grave was. And they, it was just crazy. They just, it's just, they, it's that's horrible. just cruelty personified. It's yeah. cruelty Period. personified. It's yeah. just being cruel for cruel. You take my son and then you make me to tell, make me pay you to tell me where you, that's, that's ransom. Yeah. That's basically what that is. That, and it's another extortion. terrible story. This is actually in uh, Brooklyn that is trending very high. Um, this neighbor kills a, a man and his stepson because the music is too loud. Now, oh, I saw that video. Yeah, oh it's God. crazy. So, you know, this this guy who lives downstairs had been complaining, I guess, for a while. And he had been calling uh, 311, you know, regarding it to you know place noise complaints to talk about the music was too loud. Well, on this particular day, he goes upstairs to confront them about the, the noise. Uh, and the, the, the guy comes outside. They get into a verbal altercation. Um, and the guy basically shoots him and his son had come out behind him his stepson had come out behind him as well as his wife and another and his daughter and this guy shoots both the father and the stepson and then and then and shoots the stepson as he's trying to get away the same thing with the father the father was trying to walk away and the guy chases him shoots him and then stands over him and shoots him execution style in the head yeah it was crazy it's terrible i don't know what's happening all over some music that they felt was too loud we are, I'm telling you, I think the most dangerous place, uh, the dangerous, we're a dangerous country. Even though we can talk about how dangerous it is in the Middle East and the Gaza Strip, that ain't got nothing on a Saturday, on a weekday in America. Nothing. Nothing it's at all. Sad. Nothing it's at sad. all. But to make things a little light, uh, Lil' Kim was throwing her panties on a stage and people got mad. They didn't They didn't think that was sanitary, but I guess she thought. <laughs> it ain't sanitary. <laughs> she was performing and now, took her the, panties off and threw them in the crowd. Did the panties come with the surgery she had? I don't like, know. You know, I know but that's what's trending. <laughs> Jesus. How long does it take for these stitches to dissolve? Oh, my God. Oh, oh, come on, Lil' you ever seen them? You ever seen them labor panties? Like it wasn't those, was it? Labor yeah. panties. Yeah, no, yeah you don't have to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I didn't get that part. Yeah. <laughs> well, when you're when you're 14, I'm. That's just yeah, yeah. They didn't have panties for me. Yikes. No panties for me. Like yeah. yeah. Well, if if they were on, we wouldn't be in labor. So let's Correct. just. 
That's what I'm saying. No panties for me. That's how Joey got here. Let's move on. And Jasmine will be at MobileCon for the Jasmine experience. <laughs> yes, I will. Come experience. I will, be not, I will not be throwing panties on the stage. Trust me. You want people to come? Are you going to let me sell this thing? That's or are you going to do it? Which one? That's the one Which for one? Vegas. <laughs> Coming up, we got a little note from the GED section. This, of course, is the D.L. Hughley Show. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So of course, last week we were uh, we all were confronted with the reality in America. Another mass shooting. I've often made this point, um, and so, to date, uh, as the time of this broadcast, there have been 550 mass shoot- shootings in the United States of America. I will say this: that as bloody as Gaza is and has been, it will by the end of the year, by the time that conflict is over, it will not be as bloody and as deadly as a n- normal year in the United States of America. So. Uh, and I think that we've gotten somewhat uh, numb to it. But now the postmortem after the mass shooting in Maine has happened. And it will tell us a couple of things. A man who should not have had a gun got one. A man who said that he was mentally ill, who said he was contemplating causing great bodily harm to people, including murdering a lot of people, got a gun. A man whose commander uh, in, 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 uh, in the reservist said he should not have a gun. A man uh, who uh, uh, the, that same commander reached out to law enforcement so that they could go and do a wellness check and, and see if that man had guns. That is the story of America and the people who legislate and make it easier to get guns and the people who make it harder to take the guns out of people, uh, uh, people's hands have more in common with the murder than the murdered. They're more concerned about someone having the ability to wreck that kind of habit than society being safe. There is no to stop telling me it's about protection. These, these guns were banned. The ban lapsed and then people started procuring these weapons. That's happened. It hadn't been throughout American history. There was a ban on assault weapons and they didn't even have the, the, the goal. They didn't even have the nerve to propose uh, legalizing these guns. They let the ban lapse and then took advantage of it. And now they argue it is their right. It is not their right. It is you, it is our right to be able to go to a bowling alley or a school or a mosque or a synagogue or a playground. And every time it's over, uh, we have, we're faced with these postmortems. And at every turn, we can see exactly what should have happened. They didn't. Airplanes have a black box. When there's something wrong, that black box is taken out and examined. And the purpose of that examination is to see what went wrong and how can we fix it. It isn't just taking the box out and having information. It is using that information to to make that flight, to make that industry safer and better for the public. What is the point of having these postmodernists when they're guns, when they plan to do nothing about them? You can call it mental illness when someone has a gun that shouldn't. What is it when somebody gives a gun to somebody that shouldn't? What is somebody? What is it when somebody votes for people they know are going to give guns to people who are mentally ill? That's so. So who's sick? 
Who's sick? The person who's actually sick or the people who supply them what they need to vent their frustrations? That's a little note from the GED section. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. She's jazz. She's smart. It's the Jazzy Report on the D.L. Hughley Show. A new congressional map in North Carolina could set multiple House seats up to flip in Republicans' favor heading into 2024. Uh, the new lines make at least 10 of the state's 14 districts favor Republicans. The change in district lines comes after the state Supreme Court struck down GOP-drawn maps in 2021 because it was considered illegal partisan gerrymandering. gerrymandering. So to make them up for... So in other words, it gives more seats to Republicans' favor heading into uh, the 2024. I always thought that it was, that's why they changed them. I thought that's what the Supreme Court made and said they couldn't do that. Well, they did, but just like you remember, the same thing happened in Alabama, and they still didn't want to flip. They didn't want to change the, the, the lines. So oh, I guess it's, well. it's pretty much the same thing here in terms of the state Supreme Court. Wow. Mm. It's crazy. Wow. Here's something when you very can't win, change the rules. You can't. That's true. Yeah. Uh, this is a very important story. Experts, true experts, have discovered hearing grammatical errors really does cause a physical reaction and even affects our heart rate. Analysis revealed the more errors a person heard, the more irregular their heartbeat became. It's a sign of stress. Now, researchers say grammatical errors like mixing up tenses within a sentence or confusing the singular and plural uh, appear to activate the flight, the fight or flight response within the human body. I don't know who Jasmine. that's for, but I'm just, Jasmine. I wanted to put that story Definitely out. For you. I don't know who it's for, <laughs> but I just wanted to put it's that out for there. for you. <laughs> I wanted to put that out there. It's for the grammar police. Yeah, I know what I'm saying, but that's why, you know, it's so important to correct those errors when you hear them. Or to not hear them. That's if, impossible. If you talk to me, it's, <laughs> it's impossible. If you had a conversation with me and then Jesse Jackson, your head would blow up. I'm telling you, we both make up words. Um, I heard this uh, this uh, argument. Thank you for that jazz report. Um, uh, so we all know. I, I mean, this. I, I don't think this is a secret jazz, but I think it's it's, it's better. It's just solid science that uh, it's just proven that a uh, two parent household is the best environment to raise children. Right? That's there's no disputing that. Right? right. Yeah, I think. I um, but should single parents be allowed to adopt children? I'm gonna, you know, this is a homage to you. This is a note to you. Do you think that single um, parents should be allowed uh, to adopt children? That is the question that we're posing to you. Eight seven seven two four two two four two six. Also hit us up on X. <laughs> <You. laughs> what Malcolm got Don't to do with this? The Jasmine experience is. <laughs> X is what the Jasmine experience is. Or the website, the com. <laughs> I just thought, you know. All right. Give us a call on. Uh, you can. You can. You can just give us a call, but see Jasmine on X. Um, the, uh, no. Should single parents be allowed to adopt children? That's the question that we're posing to you. 877-242-2426. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. The question that we're asking, we know that two-parent homes are, uh, you know, uh, well-known to be the best environment to raise children. Do you think that single parents should be able to raise children, to adopt children? Um, that is the question we're posing to. We're going to go to our social media platform. Uh, Jasmine, what, do you, what are they saying out there in the social so, media realm? Well, Sharon in Mississippi says absolutely they should be allowed to adopt. Absolutely. I think, I think it's better than a bureaucracy raising children. I think I that agree. anybody who passes a background check and um, who wants to 
Um, I, I, I think that there's no question they should be able. And 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 for a long time that was there was poo poo by uh, by by bureaucrats and people in that in uh, in, in the in the adoption realm because they just had an I think an antiquated way of looking at things. I think of well, absolutely. Can, Back I mean, yeah. it wasn't until the '70s. Well, up until the '70s, the 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 percentage of single parents who could even adopt or would be were allowed to adopt was like. Point five percent, and now it's twenty eight percent of of uh, single parents that adopt from foster care. Yeah, I, I because a lot of people have for a lot of reasons unable to have kids. They don't want to be. They're not married, but they still want to you know raise a family. I, th- I think that's great. I don't think you should adopt kids like Willie Allen did. I don't think that's the way. You know. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's yeah. Slightly I mean, you always. Say, I would always like like to me that any single dude who wants to be around kids and it ain't court ordered, I question. Now, that's my thing. Like um, any single dude, and you ain't got to do community service or something like that. I think <laughs> I, I would have. I think you, you, we need to be very, um, we need to screen, not even just, I shouldn't even just say just men, but uh, we need to screen people to make sure that, uh, you know, what people's motivations are, their inclinations are, because that is a, you know, that, that's traumatizing enough to be in false secure, but then to go to a situation where. You know, well, they they do, but you know, I think no matter what, it's it's not fail proof. But they the in order to adopt it is a pretty rigorous process. They do screen you yeah. quite a bit. Well, only if you want white kids, black kids, they'll roll a pallet out for you. You can take <laughs> <laughs> you can take this truck full if you. How many of these you want? Um, yeah. no. Should mm. single parents be allowed to adopt children? That's the question that we're posing to you. 877-242-2426. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say... They're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It is uh, the D.O. Hughley Show, your indictment on date. The, the question we're asking, we know that uh, a single that uh, a two-parent household is the best environment to raise a child in, but should that preclude uh, single uh, people from adopting children? You think that single children should be able to adopt? Uh, Skip, you were saying something off here. Yeah, I was just going to ask Devin. I, I mean, uh, Jasmine, I do believe... You adopted two You I can ask yourself. Say, come on yeah, now. but she does more studying and all that. And, you know, oh. So, you know, I, I just <laughs> rode with it. You know? <laughs> so, so, but um, if all things are equal, don't they give more deference to the two-parent household like if there's one child and both two two uh families show interest and want it they will give deference to the two-parent household over the single parent if all the if all other things are equal right well they used to but they don't so much anymore because there are so many children in the foster care system that there's enough to go around (laughs) but that definitely used to be the case what's interesting is i bet you didn't know that the highest the state with the highest adoption rate is texas california and florida 
Now, obviously, these are for what for, yeah. for white kids, not for brown kids, because California yeah. has the largest. Yeah, man, you get your uh, uh, yeah kids. because you get from Texas, system. California, Florida, you're gonna have a dude that runs a four three. I'm telling you, that's the great. <laughs> that's, th- those also are recruiting hotspots. Let me just say that <laughs> it's not adoption; that's an investment, <laughs> right? I'm just those saying. Is it, isn't it? Isn't it ironic that the 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 uh, top adoption spots coincide with the top recruiting spots? In yeah, yeah, of all sports. I'm like, yeah, I'm just saying. Uh, if you can't recruit in California, Texas, or Florida, you're not going to have much of a team. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, just, I'm putting that out there. I'm just saying. Um, but isn't it ironic? I mean, because. Damn that blindside movie. See what everybody doing now? <laughs> man, 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 you give up the good ones, though. Look at you and Skip. Y'all just, look how y'all turned out. Yeah. I'm the haven for adopted kids. Yeah. Well, they come to me. Too. No, I'm not, I'm not at all. <laughs> not at all. Not at well, all. Well, yeah, you were. I wasn't. It just my wasn't real mom was there. What? No, the, the, my real mom was there. No. I have. I have at least half of my DNA somewhere. Y'all. <laughs> I found <laughs> all mine. I, know I found all mine. Hey, yeah, yeah, both sides. Wait, look, I, we got the half seat the dude who found half of there's a Jasmine who don't have a baby picture. We are, I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> what I what was funny, I found out that my biological mother had me the same age that Jasmine had her first baby. So I'm right. just uh, right. our only baby. I'm just uh, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So we're, yeah. we're keeping it going, baby. That's right. It. There it is, man. Nothing <laughs> like Skip <laughs> Cheatham and Jasmine family to break the cycle. Um, <laughs> try. <laughs> come, come. We're going to get to your calls. <laughs> it's the deal. You please <laughs> The question we're asking, should single parents, single people be able to adopt children? Uh, J- Jeff, what do you think? Uh, I think you should absolutely be able to, to raise a child. It's, ch- kids need love. Yeah. Kids need love wherever yeah. they can get it. As long as they're not being abused, yes. Yeah, I'll I tell you what. It's interesting that Skip and Jasmine are both adopted. <laughs> that is very interesting to me, Jeff. Um, yeah, yeah. Why is it so interesting? Yeah. What makes it so interesting? That's high yeah, value. That's cute. That means high value. That's that right. means we were yeah. chosen. That's yeah. right. You guys yeah. just got stuck with the people you was with. Right. You can't change that. That's right. Well, Somebody it's interesting. Me. My Skip, yoga okay. just got yeah. stuck with you. Yeah. He couldn't get rid of you. Skip's talking is because he got adopted in the first round. You know, Jasmine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Skip got picked up. The light skin was going the first round. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. What'd you say, Junior? Jasmine got picked up in the supplemental. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the little dusty I mean, round game. So Jasmine got adopted. She got, she was in four funerals. She was, she was a walk on. Walk on. She didn't even. <laughs> we look at the darkies after lunch. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> oh yeah, okay. But you know what's funny? I'm gonna. I saw. I at saw. I uh, Skip, you sent me that. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, eventually. Yeah, a lot of people know. Let me yeah, tell you something. For real. And they picked some good ones. Oh yeah. Some good ones mm-hmm. that were later on and, and contribute. Imagine picking one, and he ain't so good. Um, it's interesting because I saw that video that Skip sent me of the woman just wait just. I, that woman was beating her son so bad. You can't tell me she ever loved that child. Mm-hmm. I, I, I refuse. But it reminded me so much of growing up. I swear to God, it did. I was like, wow, that's like, oh, that's like, reminds me, I need to call my mother. <laughs> yeah, that's, I swear to God. Stay out my purse, wow, means stay out my purse. Because, you know, like, I, you know, my mother has, has been diagnosed with early onset, or they believe she has early onset dementia, and the first symptoms are eating, being, starting to be mean, but we can't tell whether it's dementia or Saturday. We don't know. We, we can't. Yeah. You had this duck, for a long time. <laughs> duck they shoot and usually don't mean your mama. <laughs> right, right. 
<laughs> right. We got, do you think that a, a single parent should be able, single people should be able to adopt children? 877-242-2426. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. Get ready to laugh and stay informed. Join D.L. Hughley on the D.L. Hughley Show podcast. Available on UrbanOnePodcast.com and wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Don't miss out. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The question we're asking, should single parents, single people be able to adopt children? Uh, you said something uh, uh, interesting, Jeff. What were you saying? Uh, that if you notice, you never see ugly adopted people. Like, yeah. um, usually when people yeah. pick kids, they go, yeah, give me pick a letter. It's like yeah, a yeah, puppy. Exactly. Well, we like, yeah, give me the cute one. Give me the cute one. Right? <laughs> give me the cute one. The one with it, the ring it, around his eye is $50 extra. Puppy, man, like, man, puppy, yeah. Well, speed or, negates all of that. Because yeah, if you run I'm a 4-2, <laughs> oh, yeah. bring your ass. stopwatch available. <laughs> yes. Come here, Daquan. Yes. <laughs> um, Welcome. You, are, you said you said the common. You said you said you were saying common people don't adopt children. You said the common. No, I said common people don't adopt unattractive children. No, like nobody rich adopts do. unattractive children. No, 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 nobody does. Nobody okay. does. I mean, to me, like it, it, it is always a bit. Uh, it, it's weird to me, like when you see these celebrities go to these countries, like Malawi and Mali, and get kids from there when there's so many kids from here right here um that you could adopt so it's almost or go to korea uh and so it's almost like um i i would i wouldn't know what the motivation would be like if you to go to a, an entirely different continent to adopt children when there's a perfectly good surplus of kids right there likes you know what i mean <laughs> I, I Local it. kids don't get many likes. It's like either. the new pop, <laughs> new popular handbag, you know. Yeah. You get, you, yeah. get, you know. Everybody wants a foreign car and kid, so it's the same. It's the same. Yeah. Thing. Well, sometimes I think it has a lot to do with the laws, depending on what state you're in, as well as how difficult it can be sometimes to get a kid here, as opposed to in other countries. It's a it's a little easier. Mm. Like one of my friends wants to adopt a kid. She's very well to do, um, and she's having the most difficult time in adopting a kid. Really, it's crazy. Even, even the even the, because I know I go to a restaurant where I, every time I play golf after I play golf on Tuesday I go to to have dinner after after the round right and there's a dude there he adopted um, two children and they're both he's two white guys they're gay and they adopted two black uh, two girls but they were uh, they were you know born to drug addicts mm. yeah one was born to a drug addict and one was born to something else but. They adopted them here. So, if you want if you want a kid, like if you want to adopt a white kid, you're gonna be in line for a long time. If you, well, wanna, yeah, but but that's exactly that's like what the I'm new saying because typically what happens, the babies are the first to go. So Hell the babies yeah. are the ones that are in high demand. So they get adopted out first, right? And if you want a baby and they're not available because most of the kids now have gone to, you know, three, five or seven, it's harder to adopt those. And those are the ones who are in the foster care system. But most people who want to adopt want a baby. So if they're not here, how did they you go get abroad. adopted when you were seven and when you were nine or were you six years old? When no, you it's adopted? almost five. 
bump by. How did you get it done? Well, it took me four, tri- four tries. <laughs> but you took, <laughs> finally. You took. I know. So that means when I was Silly. a baby, I, I couldn't get a home. I don't know. I just had to go to four Came families. Came with a toaster and some steak knives. And it took almost five years. <laughs> So you went, you went, you went for four rounds. You're like the Tom Brady of the show. I'm telling you, know you got adopted in <laughs> skip pull over. I'm gonna get out right now. He's a See goat. You You're a goat. <laughs> the Jasmine experience is coming. You know what? Stop it. I'll see you guys at MegaCon. <laughs> I'm out. All right, we got we got the calls coming up. It's the DMU show. The question we're asking: Do you think that uh, single people should be able to adopt children? We're going through the phones. Yes, I feel like um, single parents should be able to adopt kids because there are so many kids that are aging out of the system with no one, no help, no finances after that, and they're lost. I feel like if you're a single parent, you should go out and adopt a child and give them the best life. I, I, I'm a single mom, and my kids are great. If a single parent is a good parent, they're, they're well qualified to take care of children, I think that they should. It's those that that is not well qualified, whether they single or two pair. They they should not. But if they are single and they are well qualified, or you got some single people that are qualified to adopt children, they can. I think so. Absolutely, single parents should be able to adopt kids. I mean, just because you're in a two-parent home, don't mean that you're going to have a successful life. I was a parent, a single parent with two boys. Both boys went to college. I have friends that have um, kids in a two-parent home, and their kids are on the streets doing any and everything. So it really doesn't matter whether it's a two-parent home or a single-parent home. The best thing for the kid is just to have great parents. I believe as long as the child's getting proper love, the proper treatment by that person, it shouldn't matter if they're single or not. As long as that child's getting the proper love and raised right, it shouldn't matter if they're single or not. Everybody deserves love, especially a child. It is ideal to have a two-parent household, um, but the reality is that there are a surplus of kids and there are a lot of single people, you know, so I just feel like that if there is a single person that's able to raise a child and give them the attention and the love that they need, then I see no problem with it because there is just a huge surplus of kids that are um, just not being looked after, going to group homes, just um, under the radar, really. So if that person can give them their resources and what they need and the love, then I see no problem with it. Um, but I want to know that uh, I want you to know that adopted people can't go on to do well. Like Skip has a number one Saturday show in Dallas. Um, uh, Jasmine is doing MobileCom in Nashville. <laughs> it's MobileCom. <laughs> Whatever. I'm trying to. Man, if, if, you if said ShakaCon. Don't no. correct me. And your name is not even right on your birth certificate. Let's not get into correcting well, people. All right, maybe that's what I, I see comes my from. birth certificate. I'll let you know. Ooh. Um, but for both of them to let them know how great uh, I feel about them and how appreciative I am on the show, I'm giving them both director's cuts of Anti Fisher, Anti Fisher story. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we got <laughs> we got uh, more of the D.L. Hughley show in this episode Are You My guess. Mommy on the D.L. Hughley <laughs> show wow <laughs> that boy Trey is here to let us know what life is like at an HBCU with my life on the yard that boy Trey Woo! <laughs>
What's good, y'all? This is that boy Trey, back again with another episode of My Life on the Yard. Inside look at HBCU life. Woo! I got this issue, and this isn't even a college exclusive issue. This is just a dude issue if you go out. What I'm about to describe, you've had an encounter like this. You with your boys. Y'all get to the front of the line to get into a club or whatever. We had some wristbands. We got to skip the line. They bought a section. I ain't have to pay. I was feeling great. So we get to the line, you know, everybody getting patted down or whatever. And like, dude, why am I getting groped by the security guard right now? Bro, there's no way you should be touching me this much to see if I have a gun. I don't even look like the kind of guy that would have a gun on him. I look like I'm from the suburbs. I don't know why I'm getting patted down like I'm pulling in with heavy artillery. You feel me? I'll be seeing dudes in all black and shysty masks getting in with less issues in it. Why are my sons being grabbed? There's no, <laughs> there's no reason for this. And why are you going over the same area like three times? And it's never just my leg or anything. It's always my ass or my crotch. Like, no, this dude is copying a feel. It's like, bro, these dudes gotta be DL because there's no way you wanna touch my taint that bad. That's so crazy. But in the most respectful way possible, don't touch me. Is that too much to ask? Like, yo. That goes for really anybody that unwanted touching. I do, like, bro, don't touch me. Yeah, man, that's all I got for y'all today. Till next time, this has been Bad Boy Trey with another episode of My Life on the Yard. Inside look at HBCU Life. Thank you, nephew. The Militant Man Jamal Kingsley returns to expose racism hidden in our everyday lives. That's coming up on the D.L. Hughley Show. Uh, it is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show, your indictment Indic- update. Mistake. Remember that if you're in Tampa, Florida, I'm going to be there this uh, Saturday and Sunday. So I'm going to be in Mobile, Alabama Friday for uh, you know, a, a, another, a private function. Then I'll be there uh, Saturday and Sunday. I'll be in Tampa, Florida at the Tampa Improv. Jasmine will be at Mobile. Um, um, it's Mogul Con. And this Friday Skip, <laughs> and Saturday, Skip will be Benetti's. at the home of the pig knuckle parmesan. Well, first yes. of all, tomorrow I'm running to L.A. to watch UCLA, my daughter, play. Oh, you're going to be in U.S. L.A.? USC. Yeah, but, but they can't that. come see you, see your daughter. They can't come see you, see your daughter. Why right? not? Hey, if you're in L.A., come on through. Come on through oh, the yeah, stadium. No, I'll hold you a seat in the bleachers. Don't worry about it. Okay. Um, <laughs> and for the record, I usually despise UCLA, but because the Cheatham, uh, Taylor Cheatham is on the UCLA soccer team, I have to, I have to give it to him. Hey. Man, I, you know what I hate right now? I hate how like everybody was loving uh, Dion, and now the, the the media was all on board. And now, obviously, anybody who believed that they were going to go undefeated or not have any challenges doesn't really know college football. So nope. that was a misnomer anyway. But they were riding so hard. Now the, the, it's arguing about the jury and how he treated you know people that visited the campus and all that. I don't care how great a pro Dion was he's still learning to be a college coach at a big five and there is a learning process i don't care who you are yeah and 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 it's a learning process for the team but i just think it was the expectations or the 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 uh hype the pray purpley around the show uh, around the uh the program was was so overblown that now they're they're taking it back now it's like a song you hear a lot, and then you get mad that people play it, even though it's a hit. I still think he uh, has is going to do something really special there, but I just hate all the little stuff that's going on there.
I do. They done won four times the games than last year already. Yeah. Yeah. But that's like saying I'm the I'm the skinniest guy at Fat Camp. I mean, he was going. He yeah, was, the whole thing. He was going to do good anyway. Yeah, the whole point, though, I know for sure in sports is you're not supposed to have your head down. You're supposed to keep your head up. You're supposed to have Thank that you. arrogance. You're supposed to have because that's that is what helps you when it comes down to competition and having that competitive yeah. spirit about you. So whether you win or lose, you're supposed to act like a winner. Yeah, but don't show. Here's what we learned: Do not wear jewelry in L.A. Like you could do that in Buffalo. <laughs> they broke. <laughs> look, look. Let me tell you something. They play. They play UCLA at the Rose Bowl. That's where they used to have the Source Awards, and they stopped that. So that'll tell you. <laughs> you remember they had the Source Award? Why they stopped that? Because getting robbed for their jewelry in Pasadena. That's yep. what you don't. You don't do when they, when when the, when the Shadua show us watch <laughs> like after he scored a touchdown. People in the LA was like, like, "Okay, hey. <laughs> Rose Bowl." <laughs> I want one of those. I don't know how you didn't know that. You don't. I don't care whether you're a rapper or a star quarterback. Do not come here flash a jewelry. Sure <laughs> Just don't. don't do it. Not if you want to keep don't it, don't do it at all. Don't do it. No. All right, coming up this hour, we got the military man Jamal Kingsley. He's going to return to expose racism hidden in our everyday lives. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. Now, please welcome the military man Jamal Kingsley right here to expose racism hidden in our everyday lives. Hello, my brothers and sisters. This is Jamal Kingsley, the military man, here to expose racism hidden in our everyday lives. Why is it Pepe Le Pew has been canceled? Oh, yes, I agree. That little black skunk is a little sexually aggressive. But why is it that white Elmer Fudd can run around shooting black Daffy Duck and ain't nobody saying nothing? Duck season fire! Think about it, my brother. And why is it when you get white Air Force Ones, you do everything to keep them clean, crisp, don't crease them? But oh, when you get some brown Timberlands, you stomp in the mud, kick around in the snow and water, and treat them like anything. Hmm. You take care of the white and just dog out the brown? Think about it, my brother. And why is it? Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben's have been canceled. You won't find them on the rice box or the pancake box. They don't have a job. But damn it, Chef Boyardee, Sarah Lee, and even that white girl, Lil Debbie, they still got jobs. I guess when you're black, you're the first one to go. Think about it, my brother. This has been Jamal Kingsley, the militant man. And until next time, stay woke. And think about it, my brother. Coming up this hour, we got a song from when your mom and daddy were still together. We're entering the holiday season, so that's always dope. That's when a lot of couples break up. Are you next? Find out on my top five. That's up in less than 15 minutes. Now it's time for what you need to know with Sybil Wilkes. It's Sybil Wilkes with what you need to know. President Biden is calling for a pause in the Israel-Hamas war. Mr. Biden was in Minnesota yesterday to kick off a tour of rural America and was met with protesters calling for a ceasefire in Israel's invasion of Gaza. In a speech, the president said, I think we need a pause in the conflict. And when asked to clarify, he said a pause means give time to get the prisoners out. One of the five officers involved in the death of Tyree Nichols is taking a plea deal. A lawyer for Desmond Mills 
said Wednesday he's changing his not guilty plea to guilty. The Texas Rangers are the World Series champions for the first time in their team's 60-plus year history. The Rangers defeated the Arizona Diamondbacks 5-zip in Game 5 of the Fall Classic. Mitch Garver delivered the go-ahead run in the seventh inning after the Rangers were no hit through the first six innings. Shortstop Corey Seager was named World Series MVP. I'm Sybil Wilkes. Be informed. Be empowered. Yeah, it is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show, your indictment Indictment update. update. Remember that if you are in Tampa, Florida, I'm going to be there this Friday, uh, excuse me, this Saturday and Sunday at the Tampa Improv. If you want to catch Jasmine Sanders, she's going to be at Mobile Mobilecom at the for Mobile the jazz experience. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for the jazz experience at the Drury Inn. Um, <laughs> it's not the Drury Inn. No, 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 no. Come and on, uh, no phones, uh, no phones or recordings. <laughs> uh, that'll be that. And skip host. <laughs> The black soul food Italian experience is Olive Garden without the olives at Venetti. So make sure. Just the garden. Is it all the bread you can eat? Uh, it's all the bread we can make. How about that? Make the, this this Friday and Saturday. Uh, so make sure you're there. Um, listen, I, 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 we're talking about Colorado coming to. I don't know why anybody, I don't care if you're a rapper or a football player, would come then it would come to LA flashing jewelry. Can't I don't do know why. It. Or bring it. I don't know why you do it. Can't do I it. I really don't. I remember you remember the uh, hotel Nico that was right down yes. from the Beverly yes. Center. I'm standing yes. out in front and Coolio, God rest his soul, he came up to me, hey dog, these dudes is hungry out here, man. Wherever you got to go, take off all your jewelry. I don't care if you going to that wa- to that uh, fat burger down there. Hey, they take it all off. These dudes is hungry. He told me that. Man, and I got a burger and I took ear- earrings, everything off. Just went down there in the t shirt and jeans. That's yeah. it. Do you know how many dudes I saw get robbed at Grand Lux, which is right at the Beverly Center? They mm-hmm. got Jazzy Face sitting in PF Changs. Walked up to the table. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> to wow. the table. Would you like some edamame? No, but I'm going to no. take that watch, bro. <laughs> Man, Y'all, they on, got man. his earrings. Come watch, on, man. Got him at Stop. the table, man. Stop. I'm going to tell you, I don't know why you would come here. Like, it should do it. They all flashed that watch and everybody was doing it. And I'm telling you, these dudes like, you know what? We going to get them. Yep. And they they didn't, ro- thank God they didn't rob them. They just, it, it, it's the role, it's the Rolls Bowl. It's Pasadena. It's the, you know, some of the hoodiest hood dudes I know live in <laughs> watch Altadena. It. Watch Which is it. above the hills. <laughs> The hoodie is <laughs> Well, he's right. I live on the corner of Click Clack and Booyah. Man, they ain't playing. They are not I'm playing. Like, I, and he's like, well, you know, we they, they didn't know to have it. He said he was giving a press card. They didn't know to have it. Sure. And they didn't know not to come around here with jewelry on either. They didn't know that either. <laughs> this is jungle rule number one. Man. You either, you either on the menu or you reading it when you come this, in. It's it's remember uh that that kid he was on his way pop smoke showed his jewelry them dudes got this this is they coming and I and it can't be just them knowing it's like it's whatever network it is they 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 got into that locker room and got all and knew what knew who was gonna be there knew they they had to know somebody had to help them do that yeah, yeah. of course that's inside of course I. I don't know why those teams. I've seen locker rooms get robbed before. I don't know why they don't have security in the locker room. That's your job. Yeah, stay in because there. Because the, the d- they do it are the t- because <laughs> security. <laughs> right. Those dudes. Right. You need your own security to travel with the team. You need. You know, Let me tell you something. Yeah. If you if all you got is a yellow jacket, you probably. I bet you yeah. what next next game when USC plays UCLA at the Rose Bowl, it's gonna be a security dude with a gold Rolex on. I promise you that. <laughs> Watch that. <laughs> 
<laughs> him and the janitor with a ring. <laughs> what time is it, dog? <laughs> like coming to America when he was walking around with all the hot things jewelry. Mm-mm. Coming up this hour, we got a song for when your mom and daddy were still together. We have my top five, a little note. GE D section, and we will cover today's top stories with what is trending on the DL Hughley Show. Uh, five signs you're headed for a breakup uh, towards a heartbreak by Kay Hudson for Madame Noir. Jasmine, give them to me. All right, uh, number five. Of course, you can see I'm struggling because I don't believe any of these things. Uh, number five. Just saying, we don't need your commentary. Just do what Skip wrote. Jesus. Uh, wait a minute. <laughs> Madame Noir. Number five would be what intimacy? Yeah. Yeah, if you ain't that's had no like intimacy, what intimacy, intimacy, that's like, a problem. You don't yes. do that anymore. No yeah, yeah. <laughs> Number four of the top five signs. Put that where? I don't think so. Fake arguments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. I can't believe you breathed. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Cool. Number three of the top five signs you're headed towards a heartbreak everywhere but with you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm going everywhere, but you're not invited. No, no, they only have you're not one ticket. They only have all. one ticket. Yeah, they have one. <laughs> Number two of the top five signs you're headed towards a heartbreak, social media hiatus. Yeah. Yikes. It's so complicated, we don't talk about it. Yeah. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Like Bruno. And the number one of the top five signs you're headed towards a heartbreak, ooh, them dry phone calls and text messages. When they say I love you, be like, "Mm mm-hmm, crickets. Or they hit you with the K. They can't even give you the O to go with it. No O, just the K. Nope. Yep. Yep, that'll do it. Those are really, for sure, signs. How don't you agree with those, Sanders? Well, I mean, I agree with some of them, but I think the biggest thing that you're headed to a heartbreak is that, you know, there's absolutely, you know, nothing, no, no energy, no nothing. You don't see them. You don't hear from them. You know, things like that. You don't need all right. these things. You know that yeah, instantly. Yeah, that sound like you already broke up, but OK. Yeah, that, that, yeah. that's, that's what, what I mean. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes uh, you yeah. don't know, though. Yeah. Mm. All right. It is uh, the D.L. Hughley show. Your indictment, indictment update. update. Um, of course, the uh, the uh, members of the Trump brood. Um, the bros. I think, yeah, they they uh, they were. They, you know, I think that the Trump family crest uh, should be an actual lie, like just should be a lie, it's just um, or any a, kind of lie. Or a picture of a broken lie detector. Yeah, something, something. <laughs> but they were on the stand. It was very interesting. He said he didn't know anything about accounting. Well, yeah, both, both of them said that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. But they do look like a modern day Beavis and Butthead. There's no excuse. They do. They do. They do. Uh, it's no excuse for being that supposedly rich and looking that funny. Yeah. It's no excuse for that. You, you, I, you could pay to get to look better. You could pay for something. Or pay, pay somebody to take your pictures. You could do that. Um, <laughs> remember, so if you are in, uh, if you are in uh, Nashville, I'm, excuse me, not Nashville, I'm sorry, that's where Jasmine is. If you are in Tampa this Saturday and Sunday, I'm going to be at the Tampa Improv two, two Saturday and two Sunday. So come check me out if you get a chance. If you're in Nashville, Jasmine Sanders will be uh, the Jasmine Experience in the Starlight Room at the Drury Inn. <laughs> no, I'm at um, MogulCon. Stop it. How's MogulCon going? Oh, it's oh, it's going amazing! All of these amazing businesswomen in here, you know, entrepreneurs, rich folks, and whatnot, teaching people who want to right. start their own business, and you know, mentoring. Did Lena go? It's a lot of fun. Is Lena so there? Excited. She did. She's here. Yeah, she's All here right, too. Okay. She's going to be a part of the joy sure. experience. We got Make some joy sure. to spread. 
Yeah, yeah, but that but make sure go to the right one because the joy spreading is at the embassy suites. Don't do that. Now <laughs> we couldn't afford that. We're definitely free the antibiotics at the at the check-in counter. Yeah, that's there for that. <laughs> you know who else is here? You know who's here? Your who? friend A Train is here. A- oh, that's the man. Oh yeah, he's performing and everything. So of him course, and Lonnie, Lonnie Love. Yeah, that's my protege. Oh, Lonnie, that's my girl. Protege. Yes. Yes, A Train is one of my proteges. Yes, he is. Ask him. You ain't got to talk okay, to me. Ask okay. him. Okay. All right. Protege um, maker. As soon as you get finished with the drawery in, and come. <laughs> We're at Gaylord. Okay, stop. Come for the jabbing experience. Stay for the pancakes. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, now that I agree with. <laughs> Skip my man Cheatham. What'd you learn today? How about those Texas Rangers World Series champions, Rangers. baby? Congratulations. All right. Yes. And last. I didn't see them. I didn't see that come. They, they won, came they from the one. They barely made the wild card. And then, yep, and, and did it. Yep. I th- the Rangers won about 15, 20 years ago. Right? No, this is their first time ever winning. Yeah. Uh, several years ago, they made it there and, and lost. 2011. What was the, who was the stars? Is that the stars? Who was that? Uh, Elvis. Uh, you talking about the old team? Yeah, yeah. And my man, who what's the name? Beginning with he dropped that right field pop fly. Yeah, that um, could have won the World Series, and he yeah, dropped yeah. it, and we end up losing after that. Oh, so, but yeah. this time y'all won. This so, time okay. we won. But, yes, yeah, all right. Everything's big in Texas, including the wins. Congratulations. All right, on the next Dale Hughley Show, if you're not uh, going out on Happy Hour, no worries. Going to bring the party straight to you with the Hughley House Party. Plus, we're going to give you another hot new song with my day butt of the week and another episode where people get to tell me exactly what they think of me called. Me, 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 me. All right, and so it's the Dale Hughley Show. We will definitely see you on the other side. Kyle. My favorite short bus operator, pull that string. We got to go. Tow, tow. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. See you on the other side.